0: If everything is going swimmingly in the interview process, then by the time you get the job offer, you have a great deal of power to influence the outcome in a positive way, possibly more than you realise. This is Patricia McGuire welcoming you to the Career Ace Podcast, where myself and my contacts offer you tips and advice on your career, whatever stage you're at. Hello and welcome to episode 57 of the Career Ace podcast. And thanks for listening. Before we get going, just a quick thank you to Purple Select Consultants, our sister recruitment agency who sponsor this podcast. It's their way of giving a little bit back to their community. So today, I would like to get you thinking about power in the negotiation process. When I talk about power in the negotiation proceedings, what do I mean? Well, What I'm really talking about is the amount of influence you have to control the direction and the outcome of the interaction between yourself and your potential employer at the time a job offer is made. It's a finely balanced thing, determined by many factors. So let's just have a quick run-through of some of the factors to clarify what I'm talking about and give you something to think about before you set out to negotiate. Let's look at economic factors first. If times are bad globally or locally, then it's quite possible that your bargaining power will be reduced. The employment market may be flooded under such circumstances and the laws of supply and demand would suggest that wages and benefits may be under some downward pressure. Naturally, should the opposite situation exist, then your bargaining power is increased. Now let's think about factors which specifically affect the company or the industry you want to work for. What am I thinking of here? Well. Things like profitability, cash flow, government regulations, and whether the industry, or the company for that matter, is a rising star or a dying breed. If the company is facing problems, then it's more likely than not that you and others will not want to work for them. However, if you've been through the recruitment process and the company was honest and acknowledged the problems, and was talking to you about solutions, you might think that these problems can be fixed and decide you want to work for them. If this is the case, you may not have too much competition and therefore you've probably got significant power in the negotiations. Then there are factors which affect the actual job, like urgency. How urgent is the filling of this position? The more crucial the role is, obviously, the more bargaining power you have. Imagine, if you will, that you're potentially going to work on a project which will lose its funding if part of it is not delivered by a set date. You know that they're about to lose the critical member of staff who can achieve this. And you are the replacement, which gives you wonderful bargaining power. Does the hiring manager actually have the budget to fill this position? You'd be surprised how many times things come to a sticky end because the hiring manager has not dotted the I's and crossed the T's. In cases like this, it is possible that the hiring manager has had to really fight to put your offer on the table and, as a consequence, probably doesn't have too much room for manoeuvre when discussing your salary package. What does that mean for you? Probably you don't have too much wiggle room either, but test it anyway. The hiring manager may well be desperate and want to employ you enough to go back to his bosses and fight for more money in his budget. It could be that you know they've been interviewing and rejecting candidates for some time. So if they've made you an offer, that gives you a compelling amount of power in the situation factors which are personal to you. Do you for instance know how many people exist on the market with your particular skills? Because if your skills are in short supply that will clearly play into your hands rather than your potential employers. Likewise should there be a glut then your power will be reduced. Do you have a uniqueness? What unique skill set do you bring to the job? Look at your notes Did the hiring manager mention anything in particular that was unique to you? If so, you can use this by reminding them of these unique skills. Or maybe you have a combination of skills which made you the candidate they really wanted. For example, they might have liked your commitment, your thoughtfulness, your team spirit. If they made it clear to you during the interview process that they think you have a unique combination that they liked, use this knowledge and remind them. It will give you a real boost in desirability. Whether you are employed or unemployed at the moment definitely influences your power. Being employed, you have more bargaining power because you currently have a salary package, so they have to offer you a better one to attract you. And also, your employment has a psychological effect on your potential hiring manager. If you're currently employed, that gives you an extra value and therefore more bargaining power. But don't despair if you're unemployed. They've given you an offer for a reason. It could be any number of things, like skills, experience, or the mere fact that you're readily available. If you've listened and taken notes during the interview process, you should have some idea why they've extended you an offer, and you can use that knowledge to negotiate. Now, if you have another job offer, or the hiring manager knows that you're being interviewed by other companies, That will also increase your value. It increases your self-confidence and your self-esteem, which obviously helps. So just because you're reaching final stages with one company does not mean you should stop interviewing with others. Next, your experience, which can affect the outcome of negotiations in any number of ways. You could be in a situation where your experience is a positive thing. You're going for the next step in your career, it suits the plan of the hiring manager, and you're a good team fit. This is a brilliant position to be in, a strong negotiating position. There are, however, other scenarios. You could find yourself in the situation where potentially you're overqualified or to have too much experience. They see a value in this and want to employ you, but maybe this is a questionable issue for them. Likewise, you may not have quite enough experience, and yet they want to employ you. In both these instances, I would suggest you go back to your notes, remind yourself why the hiring manager regarded you so positively, so you are ready to remind them of that in the negotiations. You'll regain control and strength in the process. Have you timed the negotiation right? The discussions you've been having throughout the interview process all lead up to the offer stage. The real negotiation however begins when a serious job offer is on the table. A common mistake that candidates make is to accept the offer and then start negotiating and that often works out really badly. So negotiate once the offer has been made and before you finally accepted it. Last and definitely not least, the fear factor. It's quite common for candidates to think they have no power in the negotiations. Do any of these sound familiar? I can't negotiate because they're the ones paying the salary, what power do I have? They've got other candidates, I'm really lucky they've picked me so I don't want to put them off. They've already decided on the pay grade and the benefits packages so I'm not going to push that. Or maybe even, I really want the job, I don't care what they offer, I'm not negotiating. Much to the annoyance of myself and my kids, my husband witters on about positive mental attitude. PMA as he calls it. It works on the principle that if you've got a positive mental attitude, you can achieve so much more than if you're negative. One of the reasons my kids and I hate his constant harping on about PMA is that he's actually right. Be positive. Try and set the fear aside or push through it. There's an offer on the table. It's there for a reason. You have value to this company. In closing today, I would just like to reiterate that even if things suggest that you don't have the greatest bargaining power in the world, I think you should try and negotiate. If they've chosen to make an offer to you, then you should test the water and see if you can get more than they've offered. Once the offer is on the table, you know they want you, you have value, and that equals strength and power. However... Your senses have to be alert to the changes that occur during the negotiation phase, which will affect your power. You have that power until you don't. Next time, we're going to examine the power shift to look at signs and signals that the power balance is changing. Thanks for listening today. Remember, you can find a free cheat sheet for this episode on the resources page at thecareerace.com. I'm looking forward to welcoming you back soon for episode 58. Till next time. Bye. To download more episodes of The Career Ace, please go to our website, that's thecareerace.com, or subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. If you think the podcast has given you some useful guidance and information, then it would be really kind of you to leave us a review. It will help us to move up the rankings and, of course, help other people to find us. If you'd like individual consultations with me, to take part in webinars, receive our newsletter or obtain information about our publications, then go to the CareerAce website and subscribe to our mailing list. You can find everything you need at thecareerace.com. Accelerating your career.